Okay, we keep saying jocks and crocs like for crocodiles for like Australia, but like your girl keeps thinking crocs like the footwear. Maybe Joy just loves crocs. Maybe she wants to see some jocks wearing crocs. Sabrina. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Anubis Backwards Podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing the Season 2, Episode 3, House of Rivals, House of Faces. And we don't have any housekeeping today, right? I think. I mean, all I have to say is when Netflix gives me a release date for there's somebody, someone inside your house, it's over for you bitches. Well, <laughs> I can't we'll, wait. We'll it's going to be so good. It. Yeah, so stay tuned, guys. Emily will be ready. Like, sh- you'll hear it here first. <laughs> as, as soon as Netflix is out. Netflix. It'll be like literally all over Twitter. I'll be like, everyone, everyone, hello. It's I'm happening. Oh my, it's like that office gif. Oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> you just see me <laughs> running around. I will literally, if it drops in February, like rumors say, I will literally go record a video of me zooming around in the snow outside to the, the oh my God, it's happening office audio. <laughs> Let's get into this episode. <laughs> so the episode starts and Nina's alarm clock goes off and Nina, Amber, and Gran all wake up. Nina says she was having the weirdest dream and Amber was like, oh my god, me too. I was a personal shopper for Lady Gaga. And she was like, what was your dream about, Nina? And Nina's like, uh, I can't remember. Okay, so you didn't include the best part of the scene is Amber going, and she took me in salami about Lady Gaga. <laughs> it's like the best part of the scene. I just said Lady Gaga, all caps, which... I don't know. Yeah. But the, the tip and salami thing is so 2012. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also feel like just her dreaming about being a personal shopper for Lady Gaga kind of dates this. I don't know. Season. Lady Gaga's relevant now, right? She's saying at the yeah, She's still pretty relevant. Do, but I just don't think she's <laughs> as relevant now as she, like, I don't want to say she's not relevant, but I just don't think, like, her relevancy is. Yeah. I feel like Lady Gaga, like, now. You'd be like, oh, Lady Gaga, she was in the Stars Born. She sang at the inauguration. But in 2012, it's like, oh, Lady Gaga, she wore a meat dress. She took me in the <laughs> I feel like, yeah. you know, I feel like I could see them pulling Taylor Swift and she kept giving me cats. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would cry if they referenced Taylor Swift. In Taylor Swift. I'd be like, <laughs> that would yes. be like my entire life. I'd be like, I've peaked. All right, so uh, later, Nina is in the foyer with Fabian going over what happened in her dream. And she's like, I remember taking the cup downstairs after I saw that ghost and like it was a dream, but it felt so real. And then suddenly she starts hearing someone whispering, chosen one, chosen one. And she kind of like panics and is like, oh, Fabian, let's go get breakfast right now. So uh, first of all, I think because Emily had mentioned this before, but they're doing it again. Overhead shots in the foyer are just wonderful. There's lots of those in the scene. I'm glad you mentioned that because like my note on the scene and again I didn't here's here's why I actually just talked my note on yours. Um my first note when I started to take my commentary notes was I really love like outside shots of the house, especially when we see like the different like times of day. Because then my next note was literally like, Oh, I love those overhead foyer shots, like love them. So like I'm you know, I'm glad I'm just turning into you. Same energy. Or I'm turning into you. I don't know. We're all each other we're all the same. <laughs> we're one person now. <laughs> and it was backwards same. shares one brain cell. <laughs> Not wrong. And then um, I just wanted to comment on how beautiful Nina's hair looks. I think it's just like her season two hair in general, but they seem to be curling it every episode because it looks more done up than like, I think season one, she did her natural hair a lot, which was also really pretty, but they just do these like little braids in her hair and it's all curled. It just looks really nice. So I like it, Nina. I would wear my hair like that too. So next we cut to Mara. She's going to mix room and she knocks on the door and then opens it and asks if he wants to walk to class. He's got his back turned to the door and he's talking to his dad on the phone and he's clearly upset about something. 
And then he turns around and he sees Mara and he smiles and he's like, oh, sorry, gorgeous. I'm in the middle of something. And before Mara can say anything, he is like hanging up the call and he's like, I'm going for a run and walks out like still clearly distressed about something. First of all, for me, the most important part of this scene was that he just casually uses gorgeous as a pet name. Like what a king. Ah, (laughs) I just like cry a little bit. (laughs) Mara says she wants to walk over and I noted, is it at breakfast? And I mean, a follow-up to that would just be, like, um, he would need to get ready for school first to go over to school with her. Like, he's, like, legit in, like, not school clothes. Yeah, he's in his sports outfit, which consists of, I'm pretty sure, a very Nina-esque version of a sports outfit, because I think he has a long sleeve shirt underneath a (laughs) t-shirt. Nina, where you at? But... Yeah, I said, is it breakfast time? Is it time for school? Does he have time to go on a run? I think Mick is just like, I do what I want. I'm going to go for a run. Who cares if I'm late for class? <laughs> maybe he's got like a free first period, but maybe he usually goes over to the school and is like in the school to like get stuff done. I don't know how British schools work, though. I don't to know, know if they have like free periods or like. Everyone knows we don't know how British school works. <laughs> oh my god, Eddie is straight up roasting us. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> Understood. Twitter, <laughs> like star, it, as, as she should be. Honestly, <laughs> like, but I'm concerned. Why is this? Why Mick and Mara never have breakfast? Is Mara like make Mick go to school like, early? Maybe she like packs them breakfast and they have a little picnic oh, to themselves at school. I also said sad face because I just feel bad for Mick. Yeah, because we all know what's happening and mm, it's starting. I'm not ready. I hated that though because like he was on the phone with his dad and he was so upset and I was like, oh damn, I thought we had like another like episode or two before it all started to go down. No, it happened so fast. <laughs> all right, so at breakfast, Trudy asks if anyone heard the horrible noise in the middle of the night and Fabian and Nina are like trying to make hand signals to get her to stop talking and then I forgot who, but one of them whispers like, it's Gran who is sitting at the uh, kitchen table thankfully oblivious to what's going on so then uh joy walks up and asks fabian if he wants to walk over with her and he agrees and then he like realizes what he said and he backtracks and he's like oh i'm not sure so then patricia comes over and then makes fun of him for being indecisive and joy's like well i'm gonna get my bag and then we can walk over and of course as soon as joy leaves nina walks up and she's like i'm just gonna get my bag and then we can walk over together um, and poor fabian's so flustered and uh even though this is the beginning of the painful to watch love triangle i really enjoyed the chaos of the scene <laughs> it's because she's a sagittarius your honor <laughs> i feel very called out in all these comments today <laughs> <laughs> um, you know i came out here to have a good time but i'm feeling really right now. <laughs> oh this is even the first of many sagittarius of several i know that's why i, said I feel bad um, <laughs> he could just like i don't not that fabian's thinking and obviously i feel like if he had already agreed to walk over with Nina, he could tell, like, Joy, like, oh, I'm already walking with Nina, but you can come too. Like, obviously, he can't do that, but, like... That would be the smart thing to do. He can't do that for poor Joy. Or he can't do that for Nina when he already agreed to walk over with Joy. Like, he just has yeah. to admit to his sin. Yeah. He could just walk with both of them and Patricia. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Whole squad walk. Fabian and all his girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Go get KT for a real fun time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Katie's in America right now vibing. I just laughed at Patricia being like decisive as ever. Patricia's really not here for his bullshit. Patricia's no. so sassy this episode. I love it. I do too. 
So Grant puts down her newspaper and says that she has some advice for him. And she's like, girls know what they want. And that's boys who know what they want. And she's like, you need to be soft, but also assertive. And then she's like, I can help you write Nina a poem. Fabian quickly leaves before she can continue because this is a very awkward situation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So first and foremost, Grant, I don't know what I want. So don't say that girls know what they want. That is a lie. Also, Fabian is like low-key afraid of Nina's Grant. I don't blame him. Grand is scaring Fabian. <laughs> Grand is assertive. Grand knows what she wants. Very intense. She wants Victor. She did to write Nina a poem. You know, Victor is a man who knows what he wants, so. I mean, I don't really support it, but Grand, if that's what you're into, then go for it, ma'am. So upstairs, Nina grabs her bag and realizes that the cup of ink is suddenly under her cot. She has a flashback to her encounter with Sankara, and she quickly shoves the cup in her bag. So then Nina runs downstairs to Fabian saying it wasn't a dream and like she shows him the cup inside of her bag and he suggests like oh maybe like you were sleepwalking maybe that talking doll with the clue about tears of gold triggered your dream and then he keeps trying to talk because he's like okay like also I can't be late today like let's go let's go but then Joy runs down it's like okay I'm ready and then Nina and Joy realize what's going on and they both look really annoyed at each other and Fabian awkwardly suggests that they walk over together and then Nina gets really sassy and is like yeah together and it's like <laughs> so upset about it but she was so sassy and it was so funny Fabian was really trying to like rush Nina out of there so he could like stand up joy because like he doesn't have like you know courage to tell her that he's walking over like with his girlfriend and it was just the funniest thing also um Siri play you need to calm down by Taylor Swift <laughs> I said joy really is so bold and then I said didn't the same thing happen with Mick where he like had to walk over with both Amber and Mara because Really? I, don't I know. think so, but I think Mick like purposely invited both oh, of them because yeah. like, he knew he was walking with Amber. Stupid! I think Mick and he was, was just like, like Mara, come with Mara, us. Come too. And Amber was like, no. no. All we know is that walking over the school is apparently peak learning time, so you don't want anyone else to be there. <laughs> yeah, like who you walk to school with? Like you're basically I mean, married. Jerome and Alfie walk over together a lot, so well, Jerome and Alfie are <laughs> in love, according to Caleb's Disney. So. <laughs> So outside, Alfie thrusts a camera into Jerome's hands and is like, I need you to take pictures of me so I can get on the cover of a magazine for Amber. And he starts doing all these model poses. And I was cracking up. It was a really short scene, but it was just really funny. (laughs) Jerome goes, okay, because this isn't weird at all. (laughs) (laughs) Jerome, you should be used to Alfie's bullshit by now. Yeah. Yeah, this is the weirdest shit Alfie's done. And it is the weirdest shit Alfie will do. So then um, the transition into the next scene is cool because, like, um, Alfie and Jerome, like, run. And they run right past Mick and Mara. And then Mick and Mara's scene starts. So Mara is with Mick and asks if he's going to tell her what's going on at home. And he says that his whole family is moving to Australia and they want him to go to school there. But he wants to stay here. So Mara seems relieved. But then he's like, or, but then she's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. Like, I only ever see my family at the holidays anyway. And this is home to me. So what's the difference? And then he kisses her and walks away. But you can tell Mara still seems like kind of uneasy about the whole thing. Uh, my first thought is Taisy is stunning. Just get that out of the way. She's beautiful. And then this, I was going to say that this scene lives rent free in my mind. But then I realized truly every Mick and Mara scene lives rent free in my mind because I've made so many edits of them. So anytime I see them together, I'm like, oh, I love this scene. And I'm like, I love all their scenes. What am I talking about? <laughs> So, um, Mick's school is, like, starting soon, and you are not even close to being in uniform. I also said that he's wearing his running clothes. Mick's like, I do what I want. Well, maybe he <laughs> needs to, like, uh, keep up his reputation by only going to school 10% of the time. He was like, hey, Sabuna's late for class all the time. Why can't I? Like, 
Mick, you're not in Sabuda. You're technically not a main character. You're a secondary character. Ouch. Ouch. (laughs) Show me where I'm wrong. You're not wrong, and I'm sad. Okay, I'll just (laughs) stop. It's Mick, Mara, and Willow. And technically Jerome and Joy. Jerome and Joy are very interesting because it depends on the day if they're in Sabuda or not. (laughs) <laughs> like they get the script and it's like congrats guys you get to be a main character today <laughs> weren't they all billed as main characters though I'm assuming yeah they yes, are because they're all but, the, the title sequence so it's like the whole like a b a plot b plot c plot thing makes usually like a c plotter so yeah sometimes b plot but usually c plot he's never an a plot in the goodbye episode that's about Nick I feel like oh that might be an a plot you're right I think it's one yes. A plot, and it's his last episode. So do we really oh. count? Yes, because he deserved Any- that. Anyway, on a softer note, Mick saying this is home about the school and Anubis house made my heart happy. Also made my heart sad because we know what's coming, but made my heart happy as a found family squad stand first and a human second. Um, Him being like, this is home. So at school, Nina and Fabian are in the lounge, sitting close together and playing like a game in someone's notebook. And Joy and Patricia are watching from the stage. And Joy's like, I think I like him more now than ever. And she asks Patricia for advice, but Patricia's like not really paying attention. And Joy calls her out for it. So then Patricia's like, boy talk all just sounds like noise after a while. And Joy's like, I wonder what he sees in her besides that she's really pretty. And Patricia points out that she's some mystical champion of good and they have a lot in common. So then Joy's like, I'm going to have a lot in common with Fabian too. Um, This conversation just made me laugh because I was like, Laura and I are Joy and Emily is Patricia because she has to listen to us talk about boys a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, like, I also just sit here and kind of zone out. I'm like, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I said to delete this when I typed this comment, but like, feel free to just roast me. But where is my hot porn man? Or <laughs> I should get a hot porn man. You know, you love a boy. You're not wrong. Maybe he's on his way. I'm going to manifest that for you. Manifesting. <laughs> we are manifesting a hot porn man for Emily in this podcast. Okay, I said, I'm crying. You really hit that nail on the head with the word <laughs> Joy and Emily's Patricia comment. And then I said, can we please make it edit like Sagittarius versus Virgo with Joy? <laughs> okay, okay. I know we there's like more canon proof that she would be but she should be a Sag versus a Vir, like a Virgo oh well she'd be a Leo. But let me tell you that girl's she's got such Leo energy. I'm I refuse to believe she's not a Leo. I refuse. She's got such Leo energy. Patricia did not have Sagittarius energy. I can see Piper having Sagittarius energy, but I cannot see Patricia having Sagittarius energy. Patricia is a Leo, I'm sorry. It's a Virgo whose first house is Leo. Patricia is a Leo. Or if she has, like, her first house rising, whatever those things are. Like, if she's a Sagittarius, she does not act like a Sagittarius. She's kind of dramatic, which is, like, a Sagittarius thing. But, like, she's not messy in the way that our asses are messy. But I can see Piper being a Sagittarius because Piper was like, yo, just went to my <laughs> twin school, gotta immediately start flirting with her friend and start kissing yeah, her like, You know what? I love that for her. And next time I'm kissing her boyfriend. And I just made out her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I do feel bad for Joy in this scene, though. And I think I'll be saying this a lot um, because unrequited love is the worst when you like really like someone and you have to watch them fall in love with someone else. So... I do sympathize with her, even though she does, you know, take things too far at certain points, as we'll see. But 
sad. Oh, I said all of my friends are tired of hearing how much I miss you. Oh. So this is the same thing. Oh. <laughs> As driver's license man. Oh, no, no, no. I remember I tweeted right when that song came out. I was like, someone pick a love triangle. And I was like, I need a third love triangle because I was going for the crack, like the crack. Oh, and didn't I say Javian? Yes. (laughs) And I haven't done it yet because I think I actually legit asked people to vote and they were like, Amber, Mick, Patricia. And I was like, okay. Joy, baby, Nina. JB and all of my friends are tired of hearing how much I miss you, but I kind of feel sorry for them because they'll never oh. love you. Ouch. They'll never know you the way that I do. Ooh. And then even in the on the Ow. flip side, uh, an edit to skin that's all about Nina would also make sense. Like, we could have been friends in another life. That's true. You can try to get under my skin. Yo! Okay, Fabian's not the worst in the way that Joshua Bassett is obviously the worst. I know he's a child, but I want to throw hands with him constantly. But I can see Nina as Sabrina, and <laughs> I know these are real people, so this was weird, but, like, it would make sense to make a Nina edit to skin in the JB and edit to driver's license. Okay, Joy, no, please, just stop now. Save yourself a world of hurt now. Stop it now. This is gonna be, like, the problem with, like, Joy this season is that, like, on one hand, I think she's better i do actually think at the end of the day she is better for fabian but like they draw this out no matter how many times fabian is like oh i'm not interested or like implies he's not interested because it takes him so long to actually straight up tell her to her face that he's not interested then that genuinely doesn't come till season three that he basically will tell her he's not interested but like my girl you know he has a girlfriend and you just keep pushing and pursuing him and you don't deserve like the hurt you go through in pursuing a taken man but like at the same time all of the signs were telling you to stop and you were like this sign can't stop me I don't know how to read and it's just it's like the most frustrating thing to watch especially like rewatching it now as an adult like I don't know if I was as frustrated with joy in 2012 but like I feel like in in 2020 and I still feel bad for Joy, but now I'm like, girl, stop. But in 2012, she was getting so much hate, I was like, must defend Joy. But I'm like, yeah. I still don't think she deserved all the hate she got, but also, oh no, girl, like, find a man that actually likes you. That's what you deserve. Well, that's like the entire thing is like, I don't think she deserves the hate, <laughs> but literally she just, I, why did they draw this out? For what, what was the point of this? I don't understand. Oh, I said Joy called Nina really pretty wow, Gina. Is that their I'm just saying, the friends, the uh, enemies to lovers potential, those two. They really do. Just... Like, they, they could be like, we're gonna stop fighting over Fabian and date each other. <laughs> like, that's a strange boyfriend Love meme that. thing. So later, Jerome and Alfie are having a photo shoot in the drama room, and they're both just, like, getting really into it that's all i can say about that scene it was really funny and i love them i wrote i love alfie only as a comment which wasn't me coming for jerome i just love alfie but because brenna's note said that she loved both jerome and alfie it feels like i'm coming for jerome saying i love alfie only (laughs) nothing wrong in this scene he was being cool i just like am an alfie (laughs) laura's an alfie fan first and person second yeah it's true it's true. And uh, I'm a mix stand first and a person second. And I'm an Eddie stand first and a person second, but he ain't here yet. So I'm just a person. 
Don't you hate when your favorite character isn't there so you are just the person? I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's Freda, Freda going to stand when Mick leaves? No one. She's going to become a person. But I will I will stop. I know. Her become a person. <laughs> I will I'll probably stand Mara yeah, and enjoy. But. I will cease to be a person. I will just become screams into I'm my microphone. Luckily um, for me, Poppy is here all three seasons in a movie. But Pepper's amazing. there for like five seconds. So <laughs> that's my trade-off. So Fabian and Nina are in class talking about the Mask of Anubis and if it's linked to the Tears of Gold. And then suddenly Victor walks in and Mr. Sweet announces that the school will be bidding to host the tour of the Treasures of Egypt exhibition. exhibition. That's I'm going to struggle with that word oh a lot. Oh my god, in that Just TikTok, you trying to say exhibition? <laughs> Like, oh, like, <laughs> now I just think of that TikTok and weren't you I know I got an ex- expedition <laughs> and Brett is like yeah <laughs> I think about that a lot that's a great TikTok go go check out Anubis Backwards Pod on TikTok if you haven't I was guys. about to make a TikTok today and then I fell asleep Okay, so back to the scene. They ask for volunteers to help with the bid. And Mara and Fabian, of course, instantly raise their hands. Those overachievers. Uh, we love Mabian. <laughs> and then Mr. Sweet's like, oh, we we're hoping to get three for per class. So can we get one more? So then Fabian nudges Nina and is like, hey, like you should do this. And unfortunately, Joy beats her to it. And like, obviously, she's like, time with Fabian. And so then Mr. Sweet picks Joy. And then Joy goes to Fabian, like, we make a good team. Like, it must be all the stuff we have in common. So then... Nina tells Fabian that there must be something Victor Victor wants in the exhibition and she has to get on that team. So I should not be rooting for Joy because she's just being annoying, but I am rooting for Joy. (laughs) Who said that? Um, I mean, same though. Like, I just, I've already went on this tangent once tonight. Like, I want her to stop, but at the same time, Jabian is the superior of the two. I just said Fabian and Mara are both immediately raising their hands. Hmm. Who really has stuff in common is obviously maybe maybe crumbs man maybe in crumbs (laughs) they're really they're tiny crumbs but they they're there you just gotta know where to look for them if they built them up better they really would have been too powerful because they really do have a lot of stuff in common and then i was just laughing at joy just being like yeah we have so much stuff in common (laughs) she's so i do admire her confidence at least like she's really going after it (laughs) Like, oh yes, we have so much in common. That's why we should date. I mean, girl, do what you do. Do you do you, boo? You do you, boo. I feel like the ships on this show, generally, they're like vibe. Even if they have like an enemies to lovers vibe, like Petty, for example. Ultimately, our characters that have a lot in common together, besides for Mick and Mara, who are like opposites attract situation. Well, I mean, Alfie and Amber were kind of yeah, Alfie and Amber were also in opposites attract situation. <laughs> That's true, but like in a bad way. <laughs> Most of the time, I guess all the end all the end game ships are like people that are very similar. Yeah, like Joy like and Jerome, Joy are, and Jerome are similar. Mar and Fabian, Patricia and Eddie, Willow and Alfie. See, Willow and Elfie are weird, because I don't feel like Willow, the start of season three, had a lot in common with Elfie. Yeah, I feel like they made like, have a But then, like, Willow, like, Willow, I don't even think Willow's personality morphed. I just feel like the personality they gave her when she was with Elfie was different than the personality they, like, the interest and personality they started to set her up with. But that's, like, a whole thing I we'll get like into. I feel like they also just were not sure of what they wanted Willow's personality to be. Uh-huh, I would Probably. agree with that. 
And I feel like because she wasn't, like, established as a character yet when they were writing stuff in, like, ten episode blocks, that they didn't properly establish her personality. I feel like they did a better job with KT, but also she got more screen time mm-hmm. with her seemingly True. having, like, a consistent personality. But, like, with Willow, I feel like part of that issue was probably the way that they wrote them as a ship, but part of that issue may have just been because they wrote it in 10 episode blocks, and her personality wasn't established enough because she was a new character, that, like, her personality was kind of all over the place, especially as a side character versus KT, I feel like they gave her a more consistent personality from block to block, but it was still, like, iffy with, like, her relationships with people. They also, like... KT interact with more people than they let yeah. interact like, with. Yeah, like Willow interacted with Jerome and personality and... with different people too. Yeah, which maybe is why her personality felt feels more, more authentic. Yeah, that's yeah. Too. Mm. I like how we just went into this tangent as if we will not go into it again. Yeah, and this isn't like a season three topic that we will end up discussing in season three, but. Yeah, the end- that's everyone's little preview for 2022. But the Endgame ships, they do seem to be like, okay, these characters are together because they have a lot in common. That's just an observation. Willow and Alfie, unsure. But other than that, Pythia is the superior I like Alfie. I like Amphie. Pythia is the superior Alfie right. ship, I I You know what, you guys- Guys, Might be the, the non-existent <laughs> superior Alfie ship. <laughs> I was about to say, you know, the superior Alfie ship of the ones that actually like had a likelihood of happening. Because let's be real here, they weren't bringing Piper back to get with him. I'm sorry, Laura. I wish in Joy my mind, in my heart and soul, Pipey's Endgame, but in like ten years. Okay. Okay. Not to go on a tangent because I love how like earlier today I was like, we'll, we'll be fine. We won't be chaotic. But, I know, like, because thing, we're, like, we're so tired, like, we're not gonna be chaotic. <laughs> the thing with Joyfee, though, is she's, I think Alfie kind of likes, like, kind of digs the whole being bossed around thing, which I think Joy has, but she's, like, nicer about it, like, if that makes sense. And I feel like they yeah. have more things in common. Oh, than Amber was. So I feel like that's one of the, one of the things I, I really like about Wealthy is because I feel like, again, as I just said, like, Alfie kind of likes, the, like, the, like, bossy girlfriend type thing, but, like, Joy would be nicer about it, which is why I think Joyfee is the yeah. superior Alfie ship. I Thank think Joyfee's not superior Alfie ship, but I think Joyfee. I mean, is I agree. Pipey actually probably is the superior, superior <laughs> Alfie ship, but like. I feel like she's not bossy though, but she is kind of sassy, but mostly for Patricia. But like, I wonder if they made her an actual character, she would have been more sassy or not, because she was very sassy to Patricia, and she was sassy to, like, about Eddie. She was like, he needs to keep his hands to himself and leave me alone. And Alfie was like, isn't that your boyfriend? And she's like, oh. And she was like, oh shit, I guess. Alright, let's get back to our episode before we keep going off. (laughs) Nina, after class, goes to Mr. Sweet's office and begs to join the bid team, and Mr. Sweet looks very stressed because Nina's just, like, talking and talking and talking, and then finally he's like, yes, Probably just to get her to shut up. Um, I just put, is he uh, stressed because the sun is coming? Huh? 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 <gasps> Maybe. Yeah, they probably are setting up for that now since they're setting up for Mick to leave. I don't know if I'm just pulling these, like, I, like these, is he because of this or is it just, you know, like, random coincidence? Is this foreshadowing or is it just... It could be, though, because since they're setting up Mick leaving, they have to know that, like, Eddie's coming. Nina goes on this whole tangent that involves how much she loves Egyptian history, and I said, wow, this is actually slightly true, and that's why it worked. Is Nina trying to make up a lie? Bad. Nina making up a reason that is actually slightly true? 
better. Also, I was like, LOL, Mr. Sweet, because he was so done with her. So back at the house, Mara is reading, Jerome is playing a video game, and Alfie is on his laptop sending out his pictures. Mick walks in and he tells Mara that he's going to be spending the next day with his parents so that he could say goodbye to them before they leave. And then he kisses her goodbye and heads out. Um, I'm sad because Mick just seems stressed. Um, but on a happier note, they gave me two Mick and Mara kisses in one episode and I am thriving. Um, we brought, we talked about subtitle typos last week, but there's another one. Mara will, like leaves at the end of the scene by going, the bid because she like realizes she's like forgetting to be at like the bid meeting at the library, but it says the bed. So Marley, <laughs> she, she runs bed. out after Mick going the bed. <laughs> okay. That's like the funny part about it is like the context where she was just talking to Mick, and all of a sudden you just see, like if you're reading the subtitles, it just goes the bed. Like who writes these subtitles? And can they just not understand British accents? Like I. Subtitle people hire us to fix your HOA subtitles because they're bad. Oh my god, please. I just said Mick looks cute because he has a flannel on. I liked his outfit. He looks cute. I also said Jerome needs a belt because he leans over to take his phone back from Mara and his pants are falling down. <laughs> I noticed that too. <laughs> Jerome, sir. But obviously I agree that Mick looks cute. So. <laughs> uh, 20, like season two, Mick was like really when I, my crush on Bobby Lockwood very developed, like developed a lot. So... <laughs> So, Fabian and Joy are at the Frobisher Library getting ready for the bid, not bed. Fabian starts asking for advice and tells her that Nina's grand says he needs to be more assertive. And Joy says, if he ever needs practice, he can practice on her. And Fabian just walks away awkwardly. And I was like, Joy, you literally were like, you could you could practice being assertive on me. Like, get it, girl. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Joy, Joy, he is taken. Oh my god. Fabian, <laughs> like, asking Joy for relationship advice, like, <laughs> what? Sorry. Also, Fabian being like, I didn't realize I had game to step up. <laughs> Fabian, like, low-key, like, the girlfriend just kind of accidentally, like, occurred. Happened. It happened. <laughs> when you're just, like, vibing as a single dude and this girl from America moves in and one of your friends hates her. And the girl you were apparently going to start dating gets kidnapped, and then you end up in a relationship. <laughs> you would have accidentally ended up in a relationship with Joy, basically, as well. <laughs> yeah. though. That's, like, the funniest thing. They would have gone to, like, school dances together. She would have asked him, and he would have been like, I guess, and they wouldn't have realized it was a date. And she would have been like, uh... Gosh. Am I wrong? Fabe the babe. What a ladies man. <laughs> All right, so Mr. Sweet gathers the students and says he thinks that the best plan of action is to take some pictures and have someone give a speech. But Joy suggests that a film would be more dynamic, and Mr. Sweet agrees after Victor tells him that they can move around some funds to produce the film. Joy's outfit is cute. I don't know why I said they have no budget, lol. I guess I thought it was funny that they have no budget. I feel like that's kind of realistic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's funny, though, that Victor was the one that was like, we can make it happen. Like, we we can move some funds around, like, as if Victor's in charge of the budget for the school. Victor's in charge of a whole bunch of money for the students, though, as we see in season three. (laughs) (laughs) So then Mara and Nina come running in, apologizing for being late, and Victor yells at them, claiming that he needs total commitment so they can win the bid. Joy seems confused and says she thought it was three volunteers for class, so she straight up tells Nina that she doesn't remember her volunteering, and Victor agrees and is like, Nina, leave, but Mr. Sweet's like, no, like, she can stay, She, she knows a lot about egyptian history she'll be an asset and so nina stays um so this is when i was this is when i was like okay joy you are crossing a line like i was standing you today but you just like called nina out and for why why 
And on that note, the follow-up is Siri Play, You Need to Calm Down. I'd said Mara and Nina are both late, Nara. I love that for them. them. Maybe they were together. Yeah, they were definitely together making out somewhere on the bed that Mara forgot about. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said, bed. (laughs) I thought it was mixed bed, but it was not. R.I.P. Mikara. Sorry. Anyway, R.I.P. Mikara. R.I.P. Fabita. It's fine. They have McBean forever. <laughs> true. 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 And your true. boyfriends are actually in love, so you just you gotta go. You're also in love. <laughs> so then, Fabian and Nina are upstairs in the library flipping through books, and Fabian has like a guide to the exhibition, and it has all the items that are going to be there. So he's like, maybe we can use this to figure out what Victor wants. And Nina, I don't know what kind of book she's reading, but she comes across a picture of the Mask of Anubis in it. And so she reads what it is and finds out that it's worn at Pharaoh's funerals and it could weep tears of gold. So she's like, this must be it. If Victor's after tears of gold, he must also need the mask too. And so now suddenly like her dreams kind of coming together and Fabian's also realizing that the dream's coming together. And all of a sudden she hears a voice going, find it, find it. And Fabian can tell this time that something's up with Nina. And he's like, are you okay? And Nina's like, this is it. Like, it's going to be me against Victor. My life really is in danger. And then we cut to commercial. I do love the library. That was cool. I do. It's a really good set. It's exciting that they're going to be in there. But yeah, we're going to take a quick break. So uh, enjoy our little word from our sponsor. So the next morning, Nina's making breakfast and Fabian walks up with the exhibition booklet. He discovered that a replica of the Mask of Anubis will be there and that it was made by Louisa Frobisher Smythe, Sarah's mother. Uh, Just then, Victor walks in and catches them. And as soon as he sees the book, he takes it because obviously he wants the mask. And Fabian gets really mad at himself and he's like, Gran is right. I am a pushover. Um, And I'm like, Fabian, no, you're perfect. You're fine. Victor is like, how dare you guys have this book that Mr. Sweet gave you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, know, like, calm, you need to calm down Victor so then Gran runs into Fabian and asks if he's finished his poem yet and she says after school they can start his assertiveness lessons and I'm like this whole thing not only is this embarrassing for Fabian this has to be so embarrassing for Nina because Gran's like meddling in her relationship can you imagine if like your grandma was meddling that hard into like oh my god your first relationship like I know my grandmother is like low-key like live love uh, my cousin's fiance my sister's boyfriend whatever like she buys them presents and stuff but at least she's not like this yeah i mean can we just be real it's also kind of embarrassing for the audience it is it's It's like secondhand embarrassment (laughs) so mara walks in and mick gets up and kisses her on the cheek and then he heads out to meet his parents patricia asks why he's seeing his family so mara explains that they're moving to australia Joy's like, I'd be there in a shot if I could, because she said something about, like, for the jocks and the crocs, which is funny. (laughs) Um, But then uh, Fabian walks by, and she looks at him, and she's like, well, then again. Uh, So my first note was, look at me, three Makara kisses. Thank you. Um, And then I just was laughing at Joy and also slightly relating to her thirstiness. (laughs) Okay, if she wasn't canonically a cancer, she would be a Sag. I said I really but I'm embarrassed. (laughs) Same. (laughs) But that's like something I would say. That's something I would say. Like I'd be like, "Oh, Australian men," and then my crush would walk by, and I'd be like, "Oh, but you know." (laughs) But here's nice too. (laughs) And then I said, "They're so sus that he's seeing his fam." Like I wouldn't even think anything of it. They're like mixing his family. We were just on a break. (laughs) Can his family? 
family not just want to go to dinner and it not be weird? Like, I know it is actually because they're trying to move to Australia, but couldn't they just feel like going to dinner with their son? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess, like, realistically, how often do, like, any of their parents, like, visit them? That's true, because they are at boarding school, but... Especially, like, that close to, like, after a break. Mick's dad randomly rolled up before, or was that for a reason? Oh, I don't remember why. That he was, was there. for plot convenience, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> he was there. He was like hanging <laughs> out with Amber. He was like, we're best friends. And then I said jocks and crocs. I'm pretty sure this was a Muay Thai for you. I didn't remember that until you posted it, but I'm pretty sure that was a Muay Thai for you. Okay, we keep saying jocks and crocs like for crocodiles for like Australia, but like your girl keeps thinking crocs like the footwear. <laughs> jocks in like crocs. Kind of when crocs were like big too (laughs) maybe joy just loves crocs maybe she wants to see some jocks wearing joy would never be caught dead in crocs no joy get over it they're comfy i don't trust joy to have taste i'm sure joy would think that a man in crocs is hot that's actually true would joy wear crocs no can i please make some sort of trolley boy edit where it's just like each of them on a croc Make on a croc, enjoy on a croc. That's the pod out of context for this week. <laughs> Jocks and crocs. Uh, Everyone, please check out our meme. It might count. It might might be the cowboy like me one. So Alfie's checking his email because he got responses from some of the magazines, but they all say no. So Jerome suggests lowering the bar because Amber never said what type of magazine. I said everyone really sits on top of each other in, like, for no reason in this scene. Joy and Patricia are, like, sitting on top of each other, and also Alfie and Mara are also, like, sitting on top of each other. Well, that's a new ship. Malfi. Okay, Tasty and Alex were, like, so cute, like, their friendship. But, like, I they feel were like Alex. be into Mara and Alfie. They would kill each other, but I'd be, I could pretty much ship anything, so yeah. So, Poppy sneaks into Jerome's room and is rummaging through his things when she finds a letter addressed to both of them. Then Jerome walks in and yells at her, but she turns around and asks him how long he's had this letter. She says it's not fair because she has no memories of him, but Jerome claims that the memories that he has are all bad and that reading the letter won't make things any better for her. He gives her back the phone that he stole last episode and she storms out. Um, This scene is heartbreaking because Poppy's literally about to cry. This is Poppy's sad face. At school, Joy, Nina, and Amber are in the bathroom. Joy confirms that Nina is okay with writing the film script so that Joy can direct and Fabian can run the camera. Amber points out that it sounds like they'll be spending a lot of time together, and Nina adds that she'll be stuck alone in her room. So when Joy leaves, Nina complains about how um, Joy obviously likes Fabian, and Amber points out that it's not obvious that Nina likes Fabian, though, because they're still just acting like best friends. And she's like, you guys need some serious Fabina time. Um, So it's beginning, guys. The characters are becoming self-aware and they're using their own ship names. (laughs) Um, And to that I say, I hate it here. Oh, the caption, another caption. I don't know why my obsession, what's my obsession with pointing out the caption errors, but the captions here call Fabina Davina and they consistently call (laughs) Fabina Davina. (laughs) The fact that like they say Fabina out loud consistently enough for this to be consistent typo in the captions. So the writers really thought this is how the teens talked in 2012. Just because your fandom uses ship names in fandom context and is like, oh yes, I shipped Savina, does not mean that anyone would ever say that in real life. Right I know it's so funny because I'm just thinking of Brad telling us how like the writers would like troll through the fandom stuff. So I imagine them on Tumblr and seeing <laughs> us being like, oh, 
they call the they call the couples uh, these mashed up ship names. That must be how they talk in real life. <laughs> like, as if we was gonna go up to my friend and be like, "Hey, yeah. I ship you." Oh my god! Or like, yeah, like let me call like you and your boyfriend some ship name like out loud, being one hundred percent seriously and unironic, like. I'm pretty sure I did joke about that with my friends in high school, but it was never, like, a serious thing yeah, we said. I yeah, like, yeah. out loud, like, when you're having a serious discussion about the relationship. I also said I love Amber's commentary. I also said being best friends isn't a bad thing. Can we tell I have a friend still ever stand? But I guess they do need some alone time for some yeah. reason. <laughs> it's fair. So Amber walks out, and then suddenly, when Nina's alone in the bathroom, Sankara appears in the mirror and, like, scares the crap out of Nina. Suddenly, she hears Victor yelling in Mr. Sweet's office, so she looks through the little peephole thing to see what's going on. And Victor is upset that everything he was researching was apparently listed in this book that Fabian had, and he was like, yo, Mr. Sweet, why didn't you tell me? And so now he's like, all I need is the Book of Isis. I said, does Nina know about the peephole now? Did Patricia show her? They all just magically know about this magically placed peephole in the bathroom. <laughs> Yo, is this like a running school knowledge that like you can spy on Mr. Sweet's office through the girls' bathroom? It's like, we do not question the random peephole. It just is there when you need it. It's like the room of requirement. It just appears when needed. <laughs> so at school, Poppy's angry that Jerome deleted all of the pictures of him on his phone. And he's like, why would you need these like weird childhood pictures of me? And she explains that they remind her of when they were taken. So they're like good memories for her. And so Jerome's like, okay, the pictures are on my computer. You can have them back. Um, I just really like seeing this side of Jerome. Like we really do start to see his softer side with Poppy. And he is genuinely a good big brother. And it's nice to see that. Okay. So I... I- had this thought not while watching this episode but like again i spent a lot of time in the car this weekend but we talk about season two being good for jerome's growth but and we tend to as a fandom we tend to pin it on mara being the reason he became a better person but it's poppy poppy's the reason he's nice like he was nicer and he was like looking out for people outside of himself and then Poppy left the school, and guess what he does? He backslides. He was better for Poppy. He wasn't better for Mara. That is a hot take, and I love it. I said, yeah. Show me on the mannequin where I'm wrong. Show me on the mannequin you're where not. I'm wrong. My mind you're, is you're not wrong. wrong. You're right, and you, you said it. Why yeah, would cause... I say something so brave yet so controversial? I don't know, but so right. Like, I do think to some extent, like, he improved for Mara, but he doesn't full-fledgedly improve for Mara because season three comes and he's like, F Mara gonna cheat on her. But if Poppy was around, he might have wanted to be a better example. Well, Poppy would have called him out. We've discussed this before, but, like, I feel like he does actually care about Poppy. She said something like, oh, like, our parents never came to my recitals, but you always did, like, blah, 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 like. He does want to well, be like, there for her and be a good defended, brother. He also defended her against Mr. Sweet, and we already saw that this like this season. And like one of the things is he does like go to bat for her, and he will take the blame for her because he wants to protect her. Because like I mean, obviously, like his childhood wasn't great, so he knew hers wasn't going to be any better. So she's instead kind of, of like the look- only family he has. Like if their mom is like MIA and their dad's in jail. Which is why I um think he was a better person for Poppy. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Mm-hmm. I love it here. It's such a good take. 
I also wrote, I love Poppy and I love siblings. Same. (laughs) (laughs) So Mara sees this interaction between Jerome and Poppy and asks Poppy if Jerome was being mean. And Poppy's like, yes, he's the meanest brother in the world. (laughs) I don't know. You're roasting Jerome to Mara. In the lounge, Alfie is still trying to book a magazine cover when Mara storms in, scolding Jerome for not letting Poppy read the letter. He says he won't do it, but then she says, please, for me, and then Jerome says, I'm afraid I can deny you nothing, and agrees to do it, but warns Mara not to let Poppy control her because he trained her himself. Um, so Jerome saying, I'm afraid I can deny you nothing, was low-key cute. Who am I? I said I love the, I do love when you talk me up sarcastic. I love the bickering. If they did Jar right, they would have been good. Also, you just said who, who am I? Um, Insert, like, Elfie thinking Patricia's an alien here. <laughs> <laughs> also, I trained this girl myself. I love how, like, Jerome, like, literally is like, yeah, she's playing you. I taught her everything she knows. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> After school, Gran is helping Fabian practice reading his poem to Nina. He pretends the alligator on the coffee table is her, and he recites, The quest was long and difficult. We sought treasure. The treasure was you. Oh, imagine I'm Nina. Imagine this crocodile is Nina. <laughs> yeah, because at first Grant is like, I'm Nina. And he's like, mm-hmm. um, Also, this haiku lives rent-free in my mind. Like, I could quote this forever. Never left my brain. Me too. Also, do you guys remember the Tumblr blog where you could submit those, like, notes was from that, like, the Dear HOA Fabian characters? From, was that, like, the Dear Fabian from Fabian? Oh, that's yes. Yes. Yeah. And, like, I mean, people would make up their own stuff, too. Like, it'd be, like... I don't know, like almost like tiny little fanfics, but, and it was all just like collected by whoever ran this Tumblr blog, but I remember someone's putting the haiku on there. <laughs> I just wish I, I need to find out what the blog title was. I don't remember. Is it not like Dear HOA or like Dear House of Nubis or something? Oh, that's probably what it was. Yeah. Fabian writing haikus is me after reading a series of unfortunate events, I believe. Uh, which book is that? The one where the, the Astor Academy, is that how you pronounce that word? Astaire? Austere Academy? I do not know anything about this book series. <laughs> Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Grace, we need Wait, Grace. Where's Grace? Please come here. Austere Academy, I believe. Anyway, in the book where they are with the Quagmires, not my favorite Quagmire, Quigley, but the other two Quagmires who are also great, Duncan and Isadora. Isadora is always right in haikus. So she always writes haikus, like she's always writing haikus. And I remember in sixth grade, my teacher was like, y'all need to write poems. And I, because I was like obsessed with series of unfortunate events, just wrote a haiku. And my teacher was like, why did you not write a poem? Why do you write a haiku? And I was like, because I love series of unfortunate events. What? He was like, what? He was like, what? But... That gave me the same energy because Grand was like, "Why didn't you write a poem?" And Fabian's like, "It's a haiku." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Laura is Fabian. I am. Fabian. Fabian is a series of unfortunate events. Stan confirmed. I see Fabian being a series of unfortunate events. Stan in that book is basically his life because they're at an academy and there's like weird mystery stuff going on at their boarding school. So can we not say? That if Fabian reads a series of unfortunate events, he's like, wow, this is kind of really cool. <laughs> you know, he would also probably tie his hair up with a bow, a ribbon, when he gets an idea. <laughs> okay, Violet. <laughs> <laughs> that was the dumbest joke I'll make all night. I love it. 
All right, so Alfie is super excited because he finally got an offer for a magazine cover. And this is all happening in his room, by the way. So then someone knocks on the door and Jerome gets up to go get it. And it's Poppy who's come to read the letter. So he takes her phone and says she has 10 minutes. Poppy's reading the letter in the hallway and then she runs into Mara and she says her dad apologized for being a hopeless dad, but that there's no address. Uh, Mara takes the envelope and sees uh, Latin written on the envelope and is able to translate it. And they determine that it has something to do with the law. So Mara offers to help Poppy do a search on her computer. Um, so first of all, okay, Mara just casually translating Latin off the top of your head. Like what? This is the real reason she can't be in Sabuda. She knows Latin. So, you know, she's clearly would be too useful for them. Yeah. Mara has all the brain cells in this house. Also, I saw this post on Tumblr and it was so funny, but it was like a Bridgerton post and it was like, none of the, the Bridgertons all share one brain cell and Eloise lost it in a bed to the Nelly. <laughs> the House of Anubis kids all share one brain cell and somebody lost it in a bed to Mara. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I also love Poppy and Mara's friendship. Like, same though. So Alfie bursts out of his room with his magazine cover in his hands and he proudly shows Amber that he made it on the cover of Footworld for having a horrible case of athlete's foot. Patricia and Joy back him up and they're like, this counts, like you never specified that his face needed to be in it. And so Amber like begrudgingly checks off the box and then is like, well, you're never going to find wheels. And he's like, I'm already working on it. But Patricia's like, hey, toy car doesn't count. Um, so we love a little Patralfi moment here. That was cute. Yes. So Joy and Patricia's facial expressions this whole scene are fantastic. Joy and Patricia yes. in these last couple episodes, just like when they're together, the way they react to everyone else is fantastic. Amazing. I know. I, I also it. love the little reference to Patricia's like hatred of feet when Alfie shows the thing. Patricia's immediately like, ew. <laughs> Maybe this is why she has the fear of feet. All <laughs> I would too if I watched like Alfie's magazine cover of athletes. <laughs> That's so funny. So Gran is still helping Fabian when Nina runs in saying that she needs to talk and Fabian is awkwardly trying to be assertive and like Gran sneaks out. So he's like, I need to talk to you too, sit. And then Nina starts talking about Mr. Sweet, but Fabian stops her and is, and is like, no, no, tell me later. And Nina's offended and is like, Fabian, this is a life or death situation. And he's like, no, and like literally pushes her and is like, sit. And so then Nina yells, I'm not a dog, Fabian, and storms off. And the girls come out from the kitchen to see what's going on. And Joy seems like really pleased with herself. Not a dog, Fabian, lives rent free in my mind. I mean, same. There's a question that our lovely host wrote that was like, who said I'm not a dog? And I was like, well, Albie did Jerome. And I was like, what? Because I guess I just happened with you, Laura. I defended you. Yes, Emily did back me up. We, see, that's why that was what was going in my mind. We had like just recorded that episode, so I'm like, yeah, Emily said it to Jerome. And everyone's like, Nina said it to Fabian. I'm like, I don't remember. So now I'm glad that this has come up again. So now I see Nina saying it to Fabian. <laughs> that's now we know. Joy getting excited because she thinks that like Fabian and Nina are heading rapidly for a split. Like, ma'am, you need to calm down. She's on her way to steal her man. <laughs> I said, are these the infamous Nina shorts? She's wearing shorts. Are no, they're coming. The they're towards shorts? the end of season two. <laughs> these are kind of... <laughs> short, just wait for Shortgate, guys. Get ready. <laughs> I love the Nina shorts. <laughs> so Nina's upstairs, now in her pajamas, when Fabian walks in and firmly asks why she's hiding. And she starts to explain, and then Fabian snaps, you can't ignore me forever, and then he grabs her arm, and then suddenly he morphs into Sankara. Damn, don't you hate when you're, like, with your dude and he mor morphs into an evil villainous lady? Yeah. The worst. 
happens to me all the time. <laughs> in Nina's dream, she's always wearing pajamas. Like, yeah. they, they establish that she's dreaming just because she's wearing pajamas. Like, in my That's dream, funny. I don't think I'm wearing pajamas always in my dream. Like, I'm wearing, like, whatever outfit is relevant to, like, the situation I'm in. <laughs> I'm not That's wearing true, yeah, it's kind of weird. You know? Like, when you dream, think about it. Like, in your dreams, are you wearing PJs? Are you, like, wearing, like... I mean, not that I overly... I don't ever remember my dreams very rarely, but, like, in my dreams that I remember, I feel like I'm always wearing, like, an outfit that feels relevant to the situation I'm in and not just, like, pajamas. No, I agree. I I don't think I'm ever wearing pajamas in my dreams. (laughs) I feel like I'm always just wearing, like, normal clothes. I don't know. Yeah. That is kind of random. I don't know. The only dreams I can ever remember are I'm at work, so I'm probably just in work clothes. Yeah, I can't, like, actively remember, like, a specific outfit, but I feel like I know it's not pajamas. Like, I feel like I know it's just, like, normal clothes. So, anyway, though, that's where the episode ends. So, that's House of Rivals, House of Faces. Those are kind of strange titles for these episodes, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know where they came from. I guess the Rivals is, like, Joy and Nina are rivals. Oh, that's true. But what are the Faces? House of Faces? Seeing Sankara's face everywhere? I, I don't know. I'm stretching to try to figure out where they came up with these names. So, brain cell of the week. Um, None of them like really particularly earned the brain cell. I just put Nina because she like talked her way into the bid group. And she knew that would be a smart thing to be in. Did Nina really have the brain cell? Or did she just like catch Monster Sweet at a bad time to like get involved in the, the thing? Fair. I said I feel like she just annoyed him in his submission. Like she just wouldn't shut up and he finally was like, whatever, shut up. Like, let you do whatever you want if you stop. But I guess, like, at least she did it because she could have been like, damn, I didn't get into the bid group. Guess I'm not getting in. But she was like, no, I'm going to I'm gonna get in. <laughs> so, I like Mr. Sweet about it. It wasn't hard, but she did it still. So, I don't know. I don't know who else has a brain cell, so that was kind of a stretch. Mara wow. for reading that and Poppy for literally... <laughs> Poppy is going to get the brain cell all the time then. Next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ship of the week? I was trying to not say Makara, so I put Amphi because, you know, Alfie su- just successfully got another box checked off. <laughs> yeah. Um, we could, in theory, say Javian just for how aggressively Joy is trying to win back her man. <laughs> That's true. I also put my notes are she didn't say Makara, color me shocked. I was trying to be good because, you know, I'm going to be saying Makara a lot in the next couple weeks. So we had uh, N- Nina, Joy, Nina, Mara, uh, Moy. <laughs> It's a lot of good ships. Drops and crops. A lot of good ships. OTP drops and crops. So for something fun this week, I could not think of anything exciting. So first of all, if you guys have any good ideas for games we can play, uh, hit us up on social media, tweet us, Instagram, DM us, whatever works. We would love to uh, take up your ideas. Um, but in the meantime, it's been a few weeks since we played Ship and Rip It, so let's do it. We want... we. We want to play something ship related because again, it's going to be like our Valentine's Day weekend episode. So like, if you have anything like fun we can do for like that, like hit us up. Yeah, hit us up. Slide in the DMs. It's not going to be a very exciting weekend, is it? <laughs> no. Um. So we have Laura. Oh, Laura. I forgot our names were in there. <laughs> Laura and ooh, Jerome. Have we done this one before? No, we did Emily and Jerome, I mean... and we ripped that to shreds. Okay. You know Laura would go for it. <laughs> yes, I'm, I, I, would I actually date Jerome? Probably not. 
Would I probably hook up with Jerome because I'm messy? <laughs> probably. I agree with this. You guys would make a cute couple, though. I you guys feel like would look he would look attractive. Yeah, he's very tall. He's very attractive. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. I don't think you guys would actually um, be a couple. So Are any of us actually compatible I feel like I would be done with Jerome. No, because I feel like Jerome is kind of a trash man, and I feel like... None of us are compatible with him because he's trash, but I feel like you would immediately be done with his bullshit whereas me and oh, I would have killed just... him. I would have killed him. Me and Brother have Sagittarius energy and therefore we would have been like, hmm. If he like if I got season three dating Joy Jerome, I could probably date him. Yeah, I could maybe date season three dating Joy Jerome. Yeah. But like I don't know if times. I would trust him. Yeah. Alright, well, okay, so we got Mick and oh, Patricia. Mick oh, Trisha Patricia. forever. <laughs> We love yeah, Victoria. We love Victoria. <laughs> Ship it. We've probably gotten these before. Probably, but oh well, we'll just let it happen. Alright, so let's go. I picked another person and it is Amber Millington. And Fabian Ryder. Have we talked about Famber before? No, we have not. Her? I don't ship this. Like I feel I like I really like, like their friendship. I like- I like their vibes, but, like, I don't like their vibes. So, like, I don't know yeah, if I totally. like them romantically. I feel like they're very good as friends. Yeah, they're a bro TP, not an OTP. So I'm going to rip that one. They're mates, not dates. Yeah. Not dates. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, classic. Okay, so next we have KT Rush. Maybe and this is upsetting. <laughs> KT and Nina. I'm... Okay. I kind of ship it, but also I think that they're kind of related, so I don't ship it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I, would no it. I would ship it, but I think that aren't they kind of related? I think they're kind of like distant cousins of some so, sort. So, like, I don't ship it. Canonically, they are not. Headcanonly, they are. In, I feel like I've written a fic that was like a KT Nina fic once. Because that was before I had the headcanon that they were cousins. And, like, if they're not cousins, I would maybe be into it. But, like, I kind of think they're both related to the Frobisher Snipes. So I don't condone incest. So I do not ship incest. Yeah, I just don't know. I feel like they both have, like, their personalities are, like, too big. If that makes sense. Like, they both have main character energy and it it would clash. Um, College drunk fling at a bar. Let's go. If they were cousins, college drunk fling at a bar, yeah. Love that. I think I literally wrote a fic where they were like drunk in a 7-Eleven I mean, lot. Oh yeah. I, I read did. it. It was good. It was really good. I remember. <laughs> Should I go back to writing House Manus? <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna do one more ship. We have Eddie Miller. Oh dear. Emily's favorite white boy. My favorite white boy. <laughs> and Joy. I Joy mean, and Eddie. Oh. Jenny? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, I'm here I for that. I mean, Confirm. Patricia would murder both of them. That'd be fun, though. For that. But I feel like I, it would be a fun vibe. Yeah. Their dynamic is kind of fun. Yeah. They'd be kind of, like, feisty. Yeah. They would give each other so much shit, and it would be great. It would yeah, be so they'd be, like, kind of bickery, but it would be, like... I love bickering. They, they bicker, but they also probably have... I feel like they'd have really good chemistry, too. Mm-hmm. They, so they like bicker and then start and, like, making out or something. Scenes that they've had together, I do feel like. And doesn't Joy like immediately say that Eddie was hot the second that he yes. was? Yes, probably. <laughs> the only reason Joy didn't flirt with Eddie is because 
uh, Patricia likes him and Joy knows that Patricia likes him. And unlike yeah. with Mina, Joy will not try to steal Patricia's man. <laughs> Which is okay, good. but like I she did like low key flirt with him until like Patricia and he started to like actually get a little. It was like I think they like they had some flirty moments until like the dance episode because that's like when Patty really kicks off. And then she yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like then she was like, oh, Patricia likes him. Like, I'll back off. Like, I feel like she was like, ooh, cute boy, new boy, cute. And then Patricia, like, was flirting with him, and she's like, I'm not, I may try to steal Nina's man, but I won't try to steal Patricia's man, because Patricia will murder me, and I, me and Patricia are friends. Yeah. But, uh, ignoring the friendship thing, because friends first, obviously, um, I I would ship Joy and your friend's boyfriend, but yeah, I would ship yeah, and I think we'll make that the last one. That was five, so cool. As always, if you have any thoughts on these ships, let us know. Feel free to tweet us. Or like, us. honestly, if you want to submit random characters from other TV shows or something for us to like maybe work into our ship in a rip rotation. Yeah, let's I do that. I think that would be a fun. They could do like other Nickelodeon stuff or like, oh, like other Disney shows. Yeah, maybe keep it to like kids and teen TV. Yeah, keep it with characters that are like the similar age. Yeah, but yeah, let's do that. Maybe we'll make a form or something, or like an ask on Instagram, or both. We'll we'll do something. We'll do something. Stay tuned. Just as, as always, keep an eye on our social media. Which, if you're not following on social media, our mm-hmm. Twitter is at Anubis Pod, our or no at Anubis Podcast, and our Instagram is at Anubis Backwards Pod. Our TikTok is at Anubis Backwards Pod, and you can email us Anubis Backwards Pod at gmail So thank you guys so much for. Uh, hanging out with us and we will see you next week bye everyone see you next week sabuna there's so much i wanted to say the way i see it is there anyone stream driver's license